This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Today's question comes from Meredith in Wisconsin. I'm 27 years old and trying my best to do the baby steps so I can buy a house with 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 as little debt as possible. But I feel like in today's market, it's nearly impossible to find a decent house that's affordable. How can I accelerate my savings to buy the house I really want that's currently outside of my budget? Mm. This is a tough one, Rachel. There's a lot of people, especially in their 20s and 30s, frustrated right now with how the housing market has been the last few years. And with wages not increasing at that rate, they're going, this isn't fair. Now the average house is 400 grand and I'm making 30, 40, 50. How am I ever going to save up a down payment in order to get the house that I really want? Yep. Well, I think that's the phrase there. It's what I want, right? And so it's not always about what you want. It's what you can afford, even if it's not a lot. And and it and it does. Like it, it sucks that you look back and you're like, if in 2019, it was a different world. And here we are in 2022. And it's not that prices have, you know, significantly dropped. It's slowed down. The market has, which is great for buyers. You have a little bit more room for negotiation and all of that. But it's still a lot of places have still held that value even when it spiked up. So, um, it, you know, I, I feel like I'm going to sound cold, George. No. Usually no, that's your it's Usually role. it's me. I'm very happy usually about this. Usually you're the one to do this. Take note, America. But I'm like, but what sucks is like math doesn't care. Heartless, Math Rachel. doesn't have emotion. And so... We can sit and complain about it because it does suck. Like, I mean, yeah. But if you just sit there and complain, then what else are you going to do? So you have to be able to say, okay, here's the reality. Here's the reality. I'm not going to be able to buy in that county that I wanted to right now. I'm going to have to, you know, go 20 minutes further out than I was expecting to get that kind of house. Or I'm going to have to stay in the area I want to buy in. But my house is going to be significantly smaller than what I was expecting. And so, again, that's not fun. None of it. You want it. You want what you want. But when the numbers aren't there, you have to deal with, okay, where, where are the numbers playing out for me if I really want to buy a home? And I mean, it's not fun, but that's the truth. That's what you have to do because it's not going to be a great thing. You know, by, uh, being a homeowner, it's wonderful. And we want everyone eventually to because it's a really smart place to put your money financially but it also is so emotionally driven sometimes for people that they jump in without, you know, doing the due diligence of having a secure foundation of, of not having payments, not having debt, having an emergency fund, being wise as they get into it, making sure, again, even what they're buying isn't out of their budget. And uh, it's, it's it's hard, but it's what you got to do now. Oh, yeah. It makes me think of that old adage, cheap, fast or good. You can only choose two. Oh. You know, if you want it cheap and fast, we can do that, but it won't be good. That's if, good. You know, and so there's a level that you have to compromise yeah. sliding scales when it comes to housing of, all right, I really want that house. Either it's going to take more time yep. to get the house that I want, or I can do it faster, but I'm going to have to go 30 minutes into the next county, and it might be a condo instead of the single family home. Right. And it might need a few upgrades that I have to make a few years from now because it doesn't have the kitchen that I wanted with the backsplash. And so we talked about this on Smart Money Happy Hour in our first episode about how HGTV ruined a generation. (laughs) They ruined our lives. Because the expectations are just... houses could look like. Yeah. And now we're like, everyone hated their house after watching Chip and Joe make a house beautiful. (laughs) Like, I want to do that. (laughs) And so there's a level of patience that we need resetting expectations. And on top of that, she's asking, how do I accelerate my savings? And me and my wife, we did this when buying our first home. 
which the Nashville area is super expensive. We live in one of the wealthiest counties in the nation here in Williamson County, Tennessee. And we decided, all right, we're going to get a townhome for our first home. We don't need a giant single family home for just the two of us. Yep. And so we did that. We increased our income. I was taking on side jobs. I was building websites. I was hosting outside events. I was doing all kinds of things just to bring in extra income to save up for that down payment. We did no spend months. We cut a lot of luxuries and subscriptions and things that we would have loved to do as a newlywed couple, but we went, you know what? The house is a priority over that vacation. And those are the kinds of things you have to really grapple with yep. in order to have the things you want. Yep, for sure. You know, it took Winston and I close to a decade, almost 10 years to get to the point that we're like, okay, we're going to upgrade to the next home. And it was a long goal. It was a long goal that we knew. And even toward the end, we weren't quite where we wanted. So yeah, we were we were cutting stuff. I was, yeah, I was taking on any kind of speaking thing I could. Yeah, to, I was like, I was saying yes to everything. So I'm there's like, a, just there's get, a kind of gazelle intensity to it. Of that, yes, toward the end, which was which was great because we, we needed it and that's what we wanted. That was our goal. But here's the thing too, George, is it's not worth having a home. It, it feel you know, for someone that's looking, mostly for your first time home buyers. Again, we want you to get to that place where you can own a home because it's it's just smart financially. But they, it looks so glamorous from the outside. And when people make a move, a bad financial move into something they can't afford, I would say the mental health, the stress, the mm. anxiety, it offsets what you thought this house was going to be and how great it was. It's like, oh my gosh, I would rather go back to where we were and rent and not have the stress that we have now. And so there's there's a give and take there when you yeah. go and you move into something you can't afford. It's it's not it doesn't create a glamorous experience. Here's the big takeaway. You can tweet this, Rachel. Thank you, George. Home ownership is not the antidote to your lack of happiness. It's not. Wow. It's not going to be there because home ownership has a lot of costs and on top of that, yes. most people that do it prematurely, they're also in debt in other areas. And so yep. now you have the car payment, you have the student loans, you have the credit cards, you have your it buy compounds. now pay later. And oh, then let me say this on the on the emotional contentment side, George, you take you with you into the new house too. Wow. Rachel is ice cold today and we love to see And it. there's something about it because I went through this too where I was like, I just want a different kitchen. <laughs> I would be, life would just be better if we had a bigger kitchen. You know, I had all these thoughts. No, life would be better if you went to therapy and got I, control of your marriage. How about that, America? And so then I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, but like your life, it's still you moving yeah. in, even if it's a bigger kitchen. It's still all that discontentment that you have in other th- in other parts of your life too. So it's it's not the end all be all. Well, Rachel, there's a hilarious TikTok out there that I think sums up the frustration that America's feeling. Do you okay. want to see it? I would love to see it. Okay, let's roll that. How is any young person ever going to own a home? It's maybe hate old people. I see a few of you in here tonight. I hate you. Because every old person in a city like L.A. or New York or London is the same. They're like, my house is worth $2 million. But when I bought it in 1981, I paid 11 raspberries for it. (laughs) And every young person's like, I have nine roommates! $11,000 a month. Every single one of us is a lawyer except for Ted. And every single old person's like, I'm a librarian with a home at the beach. Oh my goodness. That, That's while while it's an exaggeration, that is hilarious. That is funny because there's some truth, truth to, to that. Yes. Well, a lot I of know. the pressure is coming from parents who, by the way, raise their kids to go follow your passions at all costs and go $300,000 into student loan debt. And then they're like, why aren't you married? Why don't you have a house yet? Where are the grandkids? Give us the... And they're like, dude, I can't even breathe. I can't get to next week. 
let alone buy a house. And so this doesn't just fall. This is not to blame a generation. This is to go, listen, we've made some mistakes. We have to accept responsibility and we have to accept the reality that home prices are insane. Now, what are we going to do? That's right. What's next? And having options. That's another thing. You know, you, and you can add school, college on top of this, the tuition, how insane it's gotten. I mean, all of it. So all this stuff has. And so what it does, it forces you to look and say, okay, what what is the wisest route? Because it's not just like, oh, you have to own a home tomorrow or you have to go get a college degree, right? Like it's not the it's not that black and white anymore. It's like, okay, what what can I afford in this moment? What where do I want to be in five years, right? And so working towards something as well. Yes. But it is and it's, it starts it's with, hard. Guess what? I have to get out of debt first and have an emergency fund and then save up the down payment. And yes, that might be three, four, five, six years from now. But when you get there, you're gonna have a piece about it. You did it with intentionality. No regrets, right, Rachel? <laughs> George. It will never die. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.